Can you believe this show has been around for six months already? We can't. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss where crypto was at when we recorded the first episode and where it's at today. Hop into the time machine with us and let's see where the first six months have taken all who are card-carrying citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia in this Time Flies When You're Being Bad quickie edition of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Hey, Google, play Bad Crypto Podcast. Okay, I'll continue playing the Bad Crypto Podcast Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Blockchain, and Cryptocurrency for newbies. FinTech Talks with Lex Sokolin. Stay bad. And welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. We are bad, and that's all there is to it. So thanks for listening today, and until next time, stay bad. <laughs> oh, hey, Travis, how you doing? <laughs> We're the crypto hilarious. Some people think so. Some people hate us. Oh my god, they're crypto. No, nobody hates us. We're lovable. We're we're. I mean, we might be bad, but we're nice. That's true. We're nicely bad. Some people don't like our humor, Mister Joel Khan, but that's okay because you can't please everyone all of the time. And certainly not going to try, but we do enjoy being us and we do enjoy crypto and we enjoy that some of you really like um, being here. And today's a, a short celebration of six months of being bad. Wow. Six months of being bad. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Uh, you know what? It's been amazing. So on uh, July 16th, for those of you who maybe don't know where we came from, <laughs> we were having Joel and I were having lots of conversations back and forth about the cryptos. Mom, mommy, where do bad cryptos come from? <laughs> bad cryptos come from the minds of two dudes with delusions of grandeur. Son. <laughs> yeah, we were just busy talking blockchain, just, you know, like friends do back and forth on Facebook Messenger, you know, all day, every day. It seemed we're discussing, oh, what do you think of Ethereum? And uh, what do you what do you think about this Bitcoin thing? Where is it going? And we were both investing, you know, little bits of uh, of our hard earned money into crypto. And we were doing it so often that on July 16th, you sent me a message with your um, standard laughing, crying emoji. And it said, what's next? The Joel and TW crypto show. Mm -hmm. And then that excited you. And then you messaged me and you're like, oh my gosh, I got an idea. <laughs> we should do it. And, and from that moment, uh, the next 48 hours was a whirlwind where we decided what we wanted to call the show. We created the logo and branding for the show we launched the WordPress site and got that set up. We got all of our recording gear all in order, and we set up Libsyn for our podcast, and then we created our very first episode and launched it all within 48 hours of that initial idea. And the world has never been the same. Here we are with over 1.5 million downloads later, heard in 190 countries, and this show has um, not only ranked – 
highly in iTunes for business and investing, but we've actually crept into the top 200 of all shows several times. And at the rate we're growing, I think we're going to set up a camp there pretty soon. You know, um, one would hope, but you know what? It's one of those things where uh, it is what it is. We didn't know what to expect from the show. We w- we didn't really expect, you know, the kind of responses that we got. And, and, and so many people, you know, if, if you would have said, hey, Travis, on January 18th, six months after launching the show, we will have well over 1.5 million downloads. We'll be in the top 200. We'll be in the top 10 of investing podcasts in the world. Number two in Australia, number four in the UK, number seven in the United States. I would have laughed. I would have said, you are insane in your yeah. membrane, Mr. Jocom. I would have laughed at you too, but I do that all the time anyhow. So, you know, nothing would have changed. So let's go ahead and go to coinmarketcap.com because what we thought we would do today is take a look at where the state of crypto was on the date of our first um, – when the idea for bad crypto was hatched on July 16th and take a look at it today. And this is being pre-recorded because Travis is on the blockchain cruise, but when we say today, we're saying January 13th. Okay. So it's not officially six months as of the recording, but it will be when it airs. So work with us here, you know, suspend some disbelief people. Uh, and I learned something because Mr. Travis Wright showed me how you can do a historical snapshot of any given day on coin market cap. Why don't you go ahead and share with the good citizens of, uh, the Republic of bad cryptopia, how that works. For sure, yeah. So you go to coinmarketcap.com, and then you see the little tabs there. I actually see the uh, where the search bar that says search currencies, and there's the market cap, trade volume, the trending, and then there's tools. If you click on tools, uh, there is a button called uh, uh, historical snapshots. And by clicking on that, that will give you certain days. You know, they do they normally do like one a week, I think, is how they typically do that. So they do a snapshot of one day a week, and they happen to do a snapshot on the day Joel and I came up with the idea to do the show. So that ends up being perfect for us. So let's start by taking a look on July 16, 2017. The crypto market cap, the entire market cap, was approaching $67 billion. I don't know, Joel. That sounds like a bubble. <laughs> well, it did. It hasn't fallen since then. I mean, I look at the charts and it's gone up and come back a little bit, but that was the lowest it's been since we started. It's never fallen below that. So approaching. You know how good we are to the crypto market. We are. I mean, we are good luck charms, you guys. The, uh, wait, are you blaming bad crypto <laughs> on the rise in crypto? <laughs> we have been very influential in the market, Mr. Joel Com, as I pat myself on the back with both hands. Yes, if by influential <laughs> you mean showed up at the right time in the right place and got lucky, then yeah, yeah we were incredibly influential. Uh, the market cap as of right now, $745 billion. By the way, uh, it hit an all-time high of about $835 billion before the pullback happened where it, it dropped about 20% or more to about $630 billion. And, of course, people panic. The sky is falling. The bubble is bursting. And we're sitting here chilling going, all right, 
Um, I took the opportunity to, to buy some more cryptos on that dip dose, and it's now back up to $745 billion. And my personal op- opinion is that uh, the next run will be to uh, $900 billion, and then we push to a trillion dollars. A trillion dollars in crypto. That is unbelievable when you think that when we started this thing six months ago, it was, like you said, 66 billion. We've already passed, you know, so it's already gone over 10x. It's already gone up almost 15x, really. And wow, that is one amazing market. Now, when you look at what has happened uh, since then with some of these different coins, like on that day we started the show, Mr. Jolcom, uh, Bitcoin was $1,995.52. Do you think we should invest? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think I might pull back. We're not Let's financial pull- advisors. I don't know. It's almost $2,000. You may not. You know, I, I wonder about this, really, because people who started tuning into our show really early when cryptos were, were still really low in some of these, and we're going to go over some of these prices because they're, they're they kind of make you want to cry that they were so low. And uh, people who did come on, we, we never tell anybody what to invest in. We don't make any of those recommendations. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that uh, in our show, but we, we are not financial advisors. But well, I, think that's the fir- I think that's the first time. Is that it the first time in six that. months? I'm sure of First it. time. Wow. That's the first time. I think we need to, by the way, somebody in the Telegram said that we should hashtag that as uh, NAFA. NAFA. Not a financial advisor. Hashtag NAFA. Hashtag. We should have NAFA coin. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be a shit coin, just like uh, bad coin, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine this, Mr. Jocom. Uh, on the 16th of July, you could buy some Ripple for 16 cents. <laughs> that sounds like Ripple's on sale. Now, today, it's at $2. Of course, it hit uh, all-time high of, uh, what, three and a quarter or something like that. And people are like, oh, it's down to $2. Dude, if you had gotten in six months ago, it was at $0.16. Cents. You'd be sitting on a, what, 12, 13X right now. Yeah, yeah. You know the one that – and this was one of the ones that really sort of – got us rolling into the trading, right? So back in the day, uh, NEO, which was then AntShares, was $5.12. And I know that we got in that a little bit before we started doing the show, and I told you about it. And uh, and you were like, oh, man. And then so that was the the catalyst for us to get off of Coinbase and on to like Bittrex and some of these other exchanges. And then once we started figuring that out, it was like, oh, my gosh, Joel, this is magical. Internet money. money. Yeah, Neo today, $141, which, by the way, Neo is just steadily climbing right now. It's like it's almost like nobody's paying attention. You know, for the longest time, it sat down there at ten dollars and then twenty and went up and had that run to sixty and then pulled back to like twenty-five. And it's just steadily going up. And I think what's happened is the South Korea. FUD that's taken place. Oh, they're going to ban crypto and no ICOs. And, you know, nobody really knows for sure what's happening there yet. People have been going, okay, well, China ICO, that's the place. And Neo is positioned. And while we don't make any recommendations, I recommended to myself that, you know, I hodl my Neo. And my personal belief, and that's all this is, is my personal belief is that it is shaped 
opening up to be the next Ethereum because it is the Ethereum on the other side of the world. It is. And if you were to invest some money on uh, July of uh, 2017, on the day we started our show, you would have received 25x returns <laughs> so far. And I don't I don't think that NEO has uh, has left the atmosphere yet. I think it it is still in the upper ionosphere on its way to the moon and has not gone to the moon not yet. Speaking of Ethereum, $161 on the uh, snapshot date of July 16th, six months ago. It also is uh, creeping up there, and it's broken the 1400 barrier. I remember Ethereum sat around that 300 mark for so long, and then boom, it just took off last month. And it's not come back down like uh, like Ripple has. It is holding its own. Well, there are so many transactions. If you go to blocktivity.info, right? We've mentioned that site several times. Blocktivity. It's like activity, except with a block in front of it, not info. You can see how many transactions are going through on the Ethereum platform. And a lot of times the blockchain is you know, pretty full. But think of all of these tokens and all of these smart contracts and all these ICOs that are being built as an ERC-20 token. If you go to Ether Delta and just look and just scroll down and see all the different coins that is on Ether Delta, those are only coins that are built on Ethereum's blockchain. So when you scroll through there, there are so many, I don't even know how many there are, but it takes forever to scroll down to go, if I want to go buy some V of block V or buy some V chain, uh, it's all the way down there at V. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm like, good Lord, there's got to be a couple, there's like maybe a couple, two, three hundred of them on there, if not more than that. So there are a lot of tokens uh, there. So it made sense to me that since so many different companies are being built on top of block, uh, on, on the Ethereum blockchain, that that price should be higher. And there are only 96 million, 97 million uh, uh, Ethereum in circulation. So not a huge number. You know, Travis, there are those that are prognosticating that Ethereum will overtake Bitcoin in terms of market cap. You know, as of right now, uh, Bitcoin is 242 billion, Ethereum 135 billion. And with the supply that is what, five times the size of Bitcoin, I see that as a definite possibility. Not that Ethereum would have a price higher than Bitcoin, but because the supply is five times that it could easily overtake Bitcoin and to be the number one coin. When we started this show, just like just a little bit ago, Ethereum was at 1300 and now it's at 1400. It's gone up almost 13% today. Uh, so that just might be an anomaly, but there it is 1400, like you mentioned. And if you look at number four on the list today, it's, uh, it's, it's bit scam cash. <laughs> it's B cash. B cash, bit scam cash. Uh, yeah, back six months ago, it didn't even exist because the scam hadn't been perpetrated yet. Okay. Now, now I'm still not on board with calling it a scam. I'm not. I feel like the, the B cash people have, you know, they, they believe the logic behind this fork. And honestly, as much research as we've done, I still am on the fence a little bit. Personally, I'm not investing anything into Bcash, but I'm not certain that there's not a place for it. Can I tell you my problem with it, though? Yes, please tell us your problem. Everybody, please sit down and, and get your pen and paper out because Travis is about to share his problem with Bcash. 
Yeah, my problem with Bcash is this. So, you know, Roger Ver, God bless him. He owns Bitcoin.com, but he's only shilling Bitcoin cash, right? Now, also, the Twitter handle, twitter.com slash Bitcoin, is now only showing Bitcoin cash. And so that is very confusing into the market and it's doing a disjustice to this whole space. And that's why I'm, I don't like it. I don't like how they're trying to approach it. I don't like how they're confusing newbies who are coming on and going, no, Bitcoin cash is the real Bitcoin. It's the real Bitcoin. This is the one. And so, you know what? So I say thumbs down to that. That pisses me off. I'm, I'm with you on that. I am. I agree that the, the branding and the marketing is uncool. Um, I'm referring to the philosophical use of and legitimacy of the currency, but I agree that the marketing is not good. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. I mean, it is like if you listen to the uh, the interview with Roger Ver and Jameson Lopp when they had that discussion on the Tom Woods show, I believe you can you can look at that on YouTube. And, you know, Roger Ver had a lot of great points. I mean, it is faster. It's more reliable. The transactions are cheaper. But for them to say it's Bitcoin, that's incorrect. And, and somebody said this. It was like, um, what? it's almost as if Hillary had said, oh, well, I didn't win the election, but I'm actually the president of the United States. And then everybody who got fired from Trump's cabinet, she's hiring. And then she's creating her own, calling it the United States government cash and trying to, you know, I'm the real president. And it's just, it's just bogus because it's very confusing. It's, it's, uh, especially for new people who are coming in, you know, and, and it's got a big place now because Bitcoin cash is on Coinbase. And so people are coming on and going, wow, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, what is this? Is this, is, you know, and so I, I just have a fundamental issue with that. Now, there's a lot of engineers out there who believe in the mission of Bitcoin Cash. I just right. think the way they're going about it is kind of screwy and it is more centralized. And I don't know. I just don't, I just don't really dig it. I, I get it. And by the way, you know, that illustration of Hillary would be ridiculous because, of course, everybody knows that Oprah is our president. <laughs> She's our new, that's a new, new president. Right. Uh, but, and also I want to note that you wordified while you were talking. I don't even think you meant to do it, but you said that Bitcoin cash is a disjustice. So I, I liked that. <laughs> Unjustice. I don't know. It was disservice. a disjustice. Disservice. It was, it was disjustice. I, I, I'm going to stick with disjustice. Now, here's another one. This one really tickles me to no end because on July 16th, Stellar, which was ranked number 23 in market cap, was sitting at a whopping 1.7 cents. And within our first month, we had Jed McCaleb of Stellar.org on the show, and they were gracious enough to provide us with sets of Stellar Lumens to give away to our listeners. And we had 500 sets or 400 sets of 500 lumens. And at that time, those 500 lumens that we were giving away to people were worth $10. Well, today, Stellar is sitting uh, down from an all-time high of $0.90, cents, which it ran a couple weeks ago, to $0.65. Cents. So if you are one of the recipients of those sets of 500 Stellar lumens, your $10 
now worth 325. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And you know, here we were giving away some crypto. We love doing that. I mean, this has been, been a super fun journey and being able to educate folks and not only that, but giving them free crypto, giving them free education. I mean, this is magical. I mean, we're literally helping people, you know, so many people have messages saying, wow, I actually can uh, foresee myself being able to retire someday. Whereas I've never been able, I've never envisioned that before. And, and now that I'm investing in this, we've received, you know, a lot of people 10 X returns on their stuff, because if they started getting in really early on some of these things, they've, they've had some really nice returns and it's, and it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, we're looking at like Monero was $31 when we started the show. Now it's over $400. It's uh, nearing $500. Uh, Tether, Tether, when we started the show, it was worth a dollar. And now it's it's worth a dollar. So that's really moved that much. Wait, that now that's a true shit coin right there. Right? <laughs> How about Dogecoin? You know, a joke meme coin had a market cap of about 160 million, was at 0.0014 cents. And even Dogecoin has gone up to what as high as uh, about one and a half cents or so, currently sitting at 0.012 with a market cap of 1.5 billion, 10 x over the last six months. A silly meme coin. Mm. Yeah, and actually the uh, creator of Doge, uh, Jackson Palmer, who is an Australian entrepreneur and technologist, he just uh, had an article on Vice and it said how my joke cryptocurrency hit two billion dollars. I mean, something is very wrong with <laughs> the crypto space. I mean, he started out as a joke. He does. He said he only has about fifty dollars worth of Doge, so maybe that's why he's he's upset about that. But originally, he started out as a joke. But you know what? If I'm trying to send somebody Doge, like it's super quick. It's way faster than Bitcoin transactions. Faster than Litecoin in a lot of ways, faster than Ethereum in a lot of ways. I mean, literally, if you send somebody Doge, it gets there really quick. So that's not really a shitcoin. It's it's an exchange, a peer-to-peer -peer currency, and it's very fast, and, that's, and it's very reliable. And that's one of the things people look at. So if I try to go buy something or I, I see a deal or I see a price on something that I want to go buy, then, you know, I'll send one of those coins over. I don't like to send Bitcoin because it's so slow, but I might send Lumens. Lumens will get there in like three seconds. I'll send Doge. Doge is there really quick. Send some of these other ones. So it's not a bad idea to hold some of these, these, uh, coins that are really quick because they can allow you to, to jump on some, uh, some, uh, crypto sales pretty quickly, Mr. Jokom. Now, now it's not all sunshine in, in rainbows there, Travis, because as I'm, Looking at the market cap, there's coins here that I don't recognize. For example, number 56 on July 16th was called Leo coin. Mm. Uh, the symbol is LEO with a, a price of 48 cents. I have no idea what Leo coin is, but it was number 56 in market cap because so many currencies have come out. Today, Leo coin is number 396. It's fallen from 48 cents to 27 cents. So, you know, if you had invested in that six months ago, you would be down today and you'd be like, well, where's my Leo coin at? What's so there are coins that have not gone up that have fallen, you know, since this time. Uh, here's another one I don't recognize. Number 46, like, L-Y-K-K. -K. It was number 46. The symbol is L-K-K. -K. 
Um, it's currently number 240, and it's actually up a nickel. That's all from from 25 cents to 30 cents. So there's not these uh, astronomic gains everywhere, just to be clear. That is true, just to be clear. But if you go through and look at all of the different ones, I mean, overall, the market going from 66 billion to 800 billion. I mean, that is one amazing ride. I mean, we're looking at, I mean, that you're right, Stellar, that was pretty crazy. Quantum, Quantum went from like four bucks to 50 bucks. Steam was a little bit less than a dollar. Uh, BitShares was like 10 cents. Now BitShares is like 50, 60 cents or something. Uh, it's EOS, EOS was a dollar 29. I saw yesterday that that, that, that thing took off yesterday. It I hit, hit $17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's sitting at almost 16 bucks. So that was nice. Dash. I mean, Dash, Dash had a nice roll as well. Dash went from $137 and now it's at $1,100. And, uh, that's, that's pretty big. I'm trying to figure out what the biggest gainer was for the year. And while this might not be it, just a cursory glance here. Rayblocks. XRB is the symbol. Six months ago, it was at two cents. Today, it's number 20 in market cap at $23.80. Holy cow. I don't have any of that. I don't know anything about it. I've seen it in passing as people mention it, but I had no idea that is insane returns. Uh, we'd like to go back in time and have Ray Blocks on the show so we can right? know about them. I mean, yeah, they only have 133 million in circulation. That's actually the, they have their max out there. Uh, and uh, yeah, so times $23. So that thing took Oh, you know what? Here's the thing, Mr. Joel Comp. It was 17 cents on like Thanksgiving. Uh, it, that's I'm I'm trying to figure out the math on this. Is that like 1150 percent returns, or it might even be higher? I can't. I'm I'm not sure how that works out. I just know that that's redonkulous. It's been as high as 30. It looks like it's been as high as almost 35 dollars as well. So, Can you imagine if you hit if you had spent? Let's see, if you had spent um, 200 dollars. Okay, back in July, you would have had 10,000 Ray blocks. Today, those would be worth 200, your your $200 investment would be worth $230,000. <laughs> wow. So that right now, shows you how so quick crazy. this is changing. Yeah. Let me see here. So it's two cents. Yeah, that's a 1200X. If you buy, if you <laughs> wow, it's so crazy. So, you know, the question we ask ourselves now is, okay, where are the value coins now? Where are the new ICOs that are coming out that have technology that is going to be legitimate, that actually solves a real problem in the marketplace that people are going to uh, to want to use? Because, you know, just buying crypto to invest because you feel like it's going to go up, hey, that's fine if you're a trader. But, you know, I'm trying to get involved in companies that are solving real problems that are in it for the long term, that will have long term value and bring value to society. And, you know, what are those? And, you know, we kind of hope that we're, we're bringing some of them to you through the ICO spotlights that we do. And, you know, what we have, we brought some some very solid ones over, which has been great. We have, uh, you know, Power Ledger. Um, we had horizon state, uh, those two, we had those on one episode and both of those like literally took off 
and we've had a, a bunch of other ones that have that have been very successful as well. So we are out there actively looking for great technologies uh, to to showcase on the show. So if you are part of a, a great crypto company that's doing some really epic stuff that has some awesome technology that's solving a big problem, reach out to us. Let us know. We will vet you. And uh, if you pass the test, we will uh, have you on the show. What a ride this has been thus far, Mr. Travis Wright. And, you know, six months from now, when we come to our one year anniversary, we're going to not only have a, you know, a listener appreciation show and maybe have some of you actually on as uh, we might we might bring you on as guests. Who knows? Uh, But we will revisit the State of the Union. And I wonder what will we look at? What cryptos will we say, man, look what that has done? in the last six months. And I wish that I had invested, you know, bought 10,000 of those because now I'm a gazillionaire because of that investment. Well, you know, keep in mind, this is what Ronnie Moa said. He goes, don't necessarily pay attention to the amount of circulating supply. Don't necessarily pay attention to the price. Pay attention to the market cap. Now, if we were to look at the market cap on July 16th, there was only six company, six coins that were over a billion in market cap, mm-hmm. right? Now, if we look at that today, you got to keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. All right, down to 42. Like number 43, Digibyte, is almost a billion-dollar company, but that has increased seven times. There are seven times more billion-dollar coins than there were in July. So if that same thing were to expand out and I mean, wow, we the maybe, top 100, right? Yeah, the would, top would 100 all be- should all be billions easy if that's the case uh, over the course of the next six months. But the trick is, is I like to find coins that maybe don't have a whole huge amount of surplus uh, or a supply of them and their prices is, is pretty reasonable and it hasn't hit a billion dollars in market cap yet. I mean, if you're looking at that Rayblox XRB back in the day with a two cents a pop, before you know, because they did their ICO or whatever, and then they just were they were just chilling from like April to November, and then November it was seventeen cents, and then pop 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 pop. So how do we not hear about it? How come nobody let us know about XRB? Oh, somebody might have. You know, we get a lot of emails from people, and uh, I'll bet you it was mentioned. It's just that finding the time to read them all, and um, you know program what's going to go in on the shows it's it's kind of overwhelming unfortunately we now have some help to do that because travis and i really want to focus on delivering content to you guys uh, you said that you know the amount of shows we're doing are a good fit for you and uh, it's a good fit for us so we're both backing off of some other things we're doing in our career in order to focus more on uh, delivering value to you via bad crypto because now, we love you yes now we're really super important media personalities you know and so <laughs> we, you know, we got to turn these people down for all these other requests because did you say was... self-important Is that what... <laughs> yeah we're very self-important media personalities you know and uh actually we're not what's so funny is that you know it's like it doesn't matter it's like i'm at a point in my life where i'm not going to change who i am it doesn't matter you know i think Maybe I might be a little bit more vocal when I get to the point where I have fu money, <laughs> like John McAfee. <laughs> yeah, feeling. But I'm not going to change. I'm always me. And you know what? If 
if if uh, you know this had happened maybe years ago, whenever I was younger, I'd probably you know you you could see like, oh man, me in my twenties, I wanted to be a famous comedian. That was my goal, and it's like, man, if that would have happened to me in the twenties, and I was in my twenties, I would have become an insufferable douchebag probably. Uh, yeah. But now I'm in my forties, and so I'm an insufferable bag. douchebag now in my forties. So it's not really a lot, not much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, I guess the moral of the story for those of you that are entrepreneurs out there want to do your own thing is just you know, don't listen to what other people say, do your own thing, pursue what makes you happy. And some people will dig it and some people won't. And every now and then you strike gold or you hit crypto gold. And uh, in this case, hopefully everybody here is hitting crypto gold. Although we must remind you that everything could collapse tomorrow and your investments could go to zero. So (laughs) we are not financial advisors still. We're still not financial advisors, Uh, but we do love you. Thanks for the reviews. In fact, as we close out here, just let you guys know that we've passed 500 reviews on iTunes. Uh, It's got a five-star rating. We're approaching 400 reviews on Facebook um, with a 4.9 rating. Somebody out there said, you guys suck, you know, and and took our purpose. You guys need to try not so hard to be funny. And it's like, really? Actually, we're just ourselves, and we do crack jokes, and we have fun with it. Because you know what? Here's the thing. If we didn't have fun doing it, we wouldn't be doing it. That's how we roll. It's like, it's got to be fun because I know that I'm not money, mo- I'm not money motivated. I, right. Money has not been something that's ever been a driving force in anything that I've ever done. And so, you know, I like to have fun. I like to have a good time. I like to be on that bleeding edge of technology and really figuring out emerging technologies. That's what my career has been, you know, checking that stuff out and helping companies out. But now we're in this space with this crypto world and we're, we're advising some pretty amazing companies. Uh, you know, we've had some pretty amazing, uh, companies on our show and there's a lot of people out here doing some epic stuff and more and more intelligent people are moving into this space. So this is exciting. I think. 2018 is just going to be incredible. So to sum up, Travis, don't want nothing but a good time. How can I resist? Stay bad, kiddos. Stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Once we started figuring that out, it was like, oh my gosh, Joel, this is magical. It, yeah. Oh, was that the cue? That was the cue. Say, okay. So just say, just go, just say internet. Internet. Money. Money.